Ooh, you guys want to get rich? You guys want to retire by the age of 25 like my man Alex did? This is the podcast for you. My only regret is that I didn't get a chance to listen to it. It's too late for me, guys. I'm 40. I had damn near 40. I'll be 40 here in a couple weeks. It's too late for me, but it's not too late for some of you young pups out there. Listen to some of Alex's uh, words of wisdom, if you will. And also check out his... um, his charity that he's working for is called Operation Breakthrough. It's uh, obviously here in Kansas City. Maybe not so obvious. And, um, yeah, you can go to operationbreakthrough.org. And there's plenty of ways you can help. It's a really cool charity that's helping local kids. And um, we discussed that a little bit. Uh, this was a really fun episode. It was really cool to meet Alex. And to kind of hear just how smart he is. <laughs> um, and so... Here it is, episode 71, Alex Chang, retired at 25. Here we go. Enjoy, guys. Um, I, you know, I'm a little bit sick, a little under the weather, if you will, but ooh, these sweet, soft, dulcity tones of my voice when I'm sick. Ooh, I could do a little Barry White album here. My voice is never this deep. I'm rambling on. Without any further ado, Alex, here we go. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topics is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Void of Soul. Oh, wait, one more thing for me. Thank you for coming to the Inner Podcast. Boom to watch. Heard a click in three, two, one. What's up, Alex? How's it going? It's going good. Before we started, we talked about uh, Planet Fitness. Yeah, we got right into it. We did. Uh, and you were saying like they were. They, I was saying I went in there on Saturday and they had a table full of pizzas. Uh huh. And you were saying that's like their model to make it more fun. Right. Have right. Have you ever been to a Planet Fitness? No, no. I just I read articles about their business model. It's interesting. Do you go to any gym? Yeah, I go to, well, I've been going to my girlfriend's work gym because I drop her off and then eat breakfast there. Yeah. Um, but before that, I was working out at One Life downtown. Nice. And yeah, nothing better than going in on like, so a, like a, a Sunday. Legit. Yeah, yeah. And like that gym is always busy. Way yeah. too many people all the time. And then, <laughs> you know, that's just stressful. You got to wait for shit. You got to, you know, it's just... Uh, yeah, I told, I'm totally with you. Like, I kind of want to hit the gym after lunch, too. Mm-hmm. I think Sundays are going to be the best, especially mm-hmm. during football season in Kansas oh, yeah. City. Because yeah. no one wants to miss the Chiefs game. And so, they got the TVs in there anyway. Well, I don't know about Planet Fitness. Yeah, they got nothing but TVs. Yes, yeah, exactly. So you can still watch the game. Yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is they try to make Planet Fitness this fun, no-judgment zone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. But then there's like this – There is. I don't. I've, this is the first gym I've ever joined. So okay. I've never been to a gym before. Mm-hmm. So, but I understand that there's gym culture. Yeah, pro- right. Pro- probably like in a gym like yours. Like right. what they would say a legit gym. There's like mm-hmm. gym culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they try to, so I don't accept, I can, I, I can get an idea of what I think that means in my head, but they try to get rid of that at Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And like I got this thing called a lunk alarm. If you're in there grunting away. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone can hit I remember that. hearing that. Someone will hit that, I guess. And hey, man, watch your grunting or You're don't going be so too aggressive. Hard. Yeah, 
I, there was, I was this dude yesterday was doing it. Oh my was gosh. going hard. He's like, oh, oh, and people started kind of looking at him. And I was and I was I didn't I don't care. He was going hard. He was jacked. He was ripped. Mm-hmm. He was doing it. And I was like, I hope no one hits this lunk alarm. But then I kind of wanted to just to see what it's like. What, see happens. what happens? Two people in uniform should show up. Yeah. Like, Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> but so they're trying to make this culture there at Planet Fitness, and I have, I've, I'm new to it. I've only been there going for a couple months, and it seems to me nobody in there is having fun. Yeah, interesting. Nobody. Okay. It's like nobody wants to look at each other. Like huh. no one wants to look each other in the eye. Really? It just seems like everyone's in there just kind of. How many groups of people do you see chatting? Not very many. You'll see a couple chicks that will be like okay. on the stair stepper. Okay. Or the treadmills next to each other going at like a two mile an hour pace. Just hmm. And they'll just sit there, talk, talk okay. the whole time. Yeah. But you don't see a whole lot of. You just see a lot of socializing. Yeah, there's no socializing at all. So I'm saying like people just kind of keep their head down and uh-huh. and go. Yeah, no, the one life, very opposite of that. Really? Actually. I mean, you still have lots of people just doing their thing in their headphones, yada, yada. But like frequent interactions all over the place, you know, like I don't know if it's because they have like 10 trainers there and they're doing group classes. Oh, and okay. the group classes lead to, you know, just small talk, whatever, um, or, or just since it's downtown, a lot of people, like I would run into coworkers all the time or like previous coworkers, um, and you know, like just catch up with people. Okay. Like, oh, holy shit. You know, I haven't seen you since college. Now you're oh, wow. working out here where, you know, like where you work and where you live in. Um, so that happens <clears throat> frequently, which maybe is some of the attraction of a gym like that, I guess. It would be. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I joined it because I figured it would be less intimidating. I figured okay. being a new person going to a gym yeah. like that has got to be pretty intimidating. Because I'll be, I'll be honest, I was, I was intimidated just going to Planet Fitness really? for the first Man, time. You look pretty, pretty ripped. I would think you're like a regular gym. No, goer. I stay in shape, but I don't like. <clears throat> I was doing a lot of running. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, okay. I can run for. I don't know. I could probably That's do just your ten thing. miles. I could. Well, I was a soccer player growing up, so okay, that makes sense. like I'm a cardio guy, and I was doing. <clears throat> Michael Jordan was my hero at a very young age. Okay. And so I was doing plyometrics without knowing I was doing plyometrics mm, mm, since okay. I was probably whenever, I don't know, maybe fourth, fifth, sixth grade when I started really wanting to like emulate Jordan, just always yeah. jumping. Like sure. I would always, my goal was always to touch the ceiling, touch mm-hmm. the next highest thing. Really? Okay. And then, until I could dunk, I was able to dunk in high school. <laughs> That's all, how and tall I'm, are you? 5'10". Five, 5'10". Ten. Five, ten. Damn. White. <laughs> <laughs> For the people that can't see you. Right, right. Yeah. I'm not, su- I'm not supposed to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that movie. So, like, I stay in shape that way, but I never was actually, like, a gym dude. Okay. So, it can be intimidating even mm-hmm. for a fit dude that's right. just not used to going to the gym. Uh-huh. I was, I never really went to the gym a lot before mm-hmm. One Life, so I had no cause. Like, fuck, there's going to be all these people. Um. But, you know, I think I was pretty good just staying in my own yeah. groove and, you know, just like, you know, I'm just doing my routine, right? Trying to right. build new habits. Um, what inspired you to just start a membership and start going to the gym now? Mm, just stopped because I, I, I constantly say I need to get in shape. I need to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Like I was running a lot and then summer hit and I don't want to run in the summertime. So it's just too hot. It's too hot here. I'm not mm-hmm. running 10 miles in 110 degrees. Right. It's not happening. Yeah. 
And so I started getting lazy and then just getting out of my routine. And then I would just look at myself in the mirror with my shirt off and just be like, ugh, ugh. Okay. You know, I'm super skinny. Like, I yeah. look down at my arms. I'm okay. like, oh, it's just one big twig. Uh. It's like, I just, I don't like the way I look. I go, and then I got hunting seasons coming up. So I got to get in shape for that. Cause really? If I'm going to go a mile and a half back in the woods... And if I kill something, mm-hmm. I got to drag that thing a oh, mile and a half. Okay. You don't want to be too bent out of shape afterwards. Yeah, it's tough. To, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not an easy It's not an okay. easy task to do when you're super out mm-hmm. of shape. So so just a lot of different things. Just yeah. sick of. So you're doing the, what, the farmer's walk? No, but I'm go- I should start doing that. Those exercises, right? Just take a long strip and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just carry two like 80-pound dumbbells. And I thought it was just one. On one side. Oh, well, I, I guess there's variations. Probably. Everything, yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. Just one but yeah. app or something I'm watching where it's like, no, you carry <clears throat> one on both arms or ideally you even get like longer barbells mm-hmm. too. you know, it's more balancey. And uh, and then, yeah, if you go, you know, like you're 40 yards uh, down and back and then, you know, right. Rest and down and back. <laughs> like that's like just one of the you know really good full body workout but also right. i think for hunting that's like that feels kind of like what it'd be hauling a deer yeah yeah, yeah it would be kind of it's not a drag, i don't know i've yeah. never hauled a deer i've never I, ch- I chop it up and put it in a backpack okay and take it out that way oh damn okay it's the way to do it that's a big backpack huh it is a big backpack <laughs> <laughs> i took my uh i, I would take my kids like three or four year old stuff them in that thing and go for a hike okay so that's like a good little workout okay yeah i don't know how we got on workout um, planet fitness yeah, oh yeah oh yeah that's right planet fitness nobody enjoys themselves there mm-hmm. nobody smiles hmm. i don't Is know the music I, good do they play it loud you know what's, yeah that's so funny i i didn't know there was music in there till mm. like a week ago because I always go in there with my he- headphones already in. Mm-hmm. I'm already in the mood because I yeah, park yeah. as far away as you can from the gym. Oh, nice. And then I walk there. You know, I just that's my little warm up with mm-hmm. the headphones mm-hmm. in. And then so I just, it's yeah, just I'm already oblivious. in my world. Yeah, I'm oblivious. Well, I got there last week and my headphones died halfway into my workout. I was like, ah, okay. So I take them out. And I find myself nodding to the music that's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, they got music going on in here. Oh, I had no. no idea they had music. Yeah, and yeah. it was it's fine. It's I don't know. It's just, just good popular music. Yeah, not like any Pantera or heavy metal or hardcore <laughs> yeah. hip hop. It's just stuff that everyone is gonna be, you know, not make a stink about. I guess that's good. So I found you on uh, Bumble Biz, mm-hmm. as I do with some of my guests, and I know very little about you, but it looked cool. You had some cool pictures on there, but obviously the intriguing thing mm-hmm. was. You're 25 and you're retired. 20, yeah, 26 now. Now you're 26. Better yeah. I'll update that file. You catfish. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So um, 26 and retired. Yeah. Uh, well, so I retired for a year. I kind of came out of retirement. Um, you know, it was really just reading a lot about the financially independent retire early fire movement that because somebody else, I don't know if it was like LinkedIn or Bumblebiz, was like, oh, you part of the fire movement. I was like, I have no clue what that is. And this is like, you know, you know, that concept where you're living minimally, right? And then just for a lot of them, it's running calculations on just a lump sum. So having $2 million in the bank, but you can retire at 40 if you're living on 20 grand a year. Okay. 
and that seems hard to do right right and so when you know it's just like yeah i couldn't support a family on this but what i didn't you know i just bought real estate right out of college flipped it sold it um made a good chunk got a house in west plaza where i'm not now and uh turned it into an airbnb oh, cool. and then that i mean i'm renting it out right now actually it's rented out pretty much every weekend um, wow yeah about 300 a night you know, Damn. Net anywhere from 25 to 3600 a month uh, that's gross um my expenses are pretty low, uh-huh. you know, whenever I did it, I was a single dude. Now I'm dating a girl, but um, still unmarried. So your expenses have gone up? Just a little, just a little. <laughs> yeah, she's actually pretty good about being frugal too. And that's actually what I mentioned. I froze my gym membership because I can start working out at her place. Because she's got a nice gym. She's a she's a scientist actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, so like they've she got really nice. single friends? Uh, scientist I think friends? probably a lot. Um, single scientist friends? Yeah, female? yeah, yeah. Send them um, my way. They're, they're all, I think, I mean very introverted or maybe not all but most of them like me too okay that could be interesting maybe your next <laughs> podcast yes yeah <laughs> uh yeah so their gym is actually very very frequently empty and so nice. like that you know they keep their facilities nice and clean you got towel service uh, not as many like machines or areas but um, i mean and you're not going to run into i'm not going to run into my old coworkers there but right. you know it's free, right? And then she her Can't be free. Yeah, and her cafeteria sells meals. I think you might appreciate it. like meals that their kitchen makes. They have kind of organic vegetable, like all that healthy stuff. They're local wow. farmer suppliers, and they only charge like three bucks. I mean, I can get like a fresh, like made omelet with you know meat and peppers, onions. You can't get rid. You cannot ever break. Bucks. You can't ever break up with this. Chick. It, it, I was like, this is a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it is. Like, You're too invested. Yeah, it's, you, it's better than doing groceries and doing dishes. And, but you now know, she's all got that. the upper hand. Don't let her listen right, to this. Right. Well, and now, and now I'm uh, crashing at our apartment. I'm basically living at our apartment when my place is booked out on Airbnb. Right. So that's how you retired. And she <laughs> just squatting in other well, people's I actually, properties. I, Go on. I'm yeah, living. No, I went there. Um, cause my parents also live in Lee summit. And so I was like, I could go hang out with my parents and my, you know, younger brother, uh, just hang out in the basement with him and play video games and chill yeah. when that was my original plan when my place was booked out on Airbnb. And then I started dating this girl and I was like, Oh shoot. Um, you know, I crash at your place this weekend and then started staying over longer. And then my place would sometimes be booked like almost two weeks at a time. And by that point, you know, we're already pretty comfortable with each other, kind of spending that amount of time with each other. So it's like, let's see what it'd be like living together for, you know, two oh weeks. Oh my gosh. So the Airbnb kind of accelerated that timeline and uh You're flirt but- you're flirting with some danger, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, I mean, as a man with an older gentleman, that's got a little I, bit more experience. Yeah, I imagine. You've, I imagine you've got a lot of shit figured out. <laughs> I can tell you're way better than me financially and a lot of, a lot of ways I can tell. However, I got you here. You're flirting. <laughs> you are flirting, sir. Yeah, with yeah, ju- you're just flirting with mm, with a certain. I line know. Of that so many things are, but it's okay. Stacked on top of each other, right? It's a very yeah precarious stack. If one thing falls, um, yeah. But no, it's it's good. It's fun. Um, I think things, yeah, things are working out right now. You know, really well. I've. You know, I, I always joke, right? Like, okay, so if I didn't have my parents and I didn't have a girlfriend that lived, she also lives, by the way, in West Plaza, just like a half nice. block away from me. So there you go. It's also, it's just like, it's too it's much. It's a match of a trap. made in heaven. Yeah. Uh, Look at this. 
fun fact, I'm just detouring here because I want to share it. Uh, Please do. The place she works at is a research institute that was actually a converted hospital that I was born at. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just a side note. I was like, crazy coincidence. Right. Um, but shoot, what was I saying? I was, was saying destined, something about it was destined to the, the precarious stack, right? My backup plan for retiring early. Like, I had a friend go teach English in Thailand. And, you know, she's telling me meals, you know, it's like three bucks a day. Oh, right? wow. She's staying at her hostel on the beach for, oh. you know, six bucks a day. Oh, man. And so I'm kind of thinking if I ran my monthly expenses there, I could live off of, you know, five, six hundred dollars if I wanted to. Right. Live on the beach in a hostel and just paradise. Live off food. of live off of my past. Right. Then I would have to outsource my Airbnb, which I've already, you know, I, I have I have enough real estate connections. They know cleaners. Sure. They've negotiated. It's like they could do 50 bucks a cleaning if I guaranteed them five cleanings a month. I was like, I could definitely do that. Um, then move to Thailand, right? And then just live, live on the beach, li- you know, pay all my bills in the U.S., export U.S. dollars. Right. And then now just live off of that because it converts oh, so man. much better. Uh, and then my girlfriend, she's from Indonesia, actually. And so she talks about the same thing. So I was like, shoot, I could just go to Indonesia or any of these, you know, kind of Southeast right. Asian countries that have a really low cost of living. So it's taking that fire principle of like living on 20,000 mm-hmm. and like I could shrink that even more and just buy a one way ticket and be on a beach in a foreign country. Um, and then instead of having a lump sum of money, cause I'm not cash rich. I just have the assets cause I'm all my debt is in this house. Uh, so if the Airbnb economy goes down, that's kind of a jeopardizing factor as well. But then, yeah, just have this bankroll me in perpetuity. As long as the plaza is always popular, I'm going to always have that. You're, yeah, Kansas City's popping. Kansas City seeing. is popping. I've been here for a long time. <clears throat> and uh, my mom was recently visiting in town, and I took her took her down a bunch downtown we went you know we did all all kinds of things we went down to the just crossroads and river market plaza power and light everything we did it all Mm -hmm. and 15 years ago you couldn't do that 10 years ago you you couldn't really do that yeah it was just it was a ghost town before Mm -hmm. the sprint center got down Mm -hmm. there i mean it just really you know i don't know it's 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 a possible yeah I, I see good things for the Airbnb, however, I do see or I don't see I don't know shit I'm an idiot I've, I but I hear smart people say, at least certain a few certain smart people say that there is a recession coming up. Oh yeah. They see they see they my see, favorite topic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is it? I'm like a finance nerd. I went to UMKC for finance, and so yeah, I totally nerd out on because I also. While I was retired, you know, retired, right? Like I was just like coasting on Airbnb money, um, unemployed, you know, just kind of, hey, uh, you know, financial advising seems like an uh, interesting job career path, right? It's like they're, they're mostly making commission, but I was like, but, you know, I don't really care because I've got the Airbnb stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people are kind of asking me about real estate strategies, financial advice. Okay. Um, and then, so even like getting their perspective, like hearing people on wall street say, I mean, they've been saying it since 2018, late 2018 is when they're calling, like all the big banks were calling 
early 2020, you know, but I'm just trying to think of like what the trigger is, right? Because in 08, we had toxic mortgages. Mm -hmm. Now we have a bunch of student debt, but nothing triggers, right? Like when you foreclose on a house, you lose your place of living. You go to someplace else that has higher rent. You lose your job, right? Mm -hmm. And all that stuff. In this impending recession, right? Kind of like thinking what's the trigger. So definitely nerd out for like three hours on <laughs> when I think the next recession could be. Because honestly... You know, if you think about it following presidential cycles and, you know, like it, Trump probably in this you know country of incumbents is going to win like the next election. I don't see him losing. No, hmm? I don't see him losing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't see him losing. Yeah. yeah. No, no strong. Not with the economy like it is. Right. 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 No strong. And I mean, it's just like I think I don't know what the status like 90 percent of presidents get reelected. Right. You know, it's just like it's just absurd how often and even that's. Same thing with all elected positions, right? right. Like incumbents win. Um, but I was, I could really posture, you know, yeah, 2024 might be, you know, or maybe the year preceding that shit really starts to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. We start having trade wars, um, more, more, you know, more stuff in the Middle East, all that um, going on. But two things, I guess. So recession affecting my Airbnb, you know, I, I guess um, that's kind of why I'm thinking on the plaza. You know, there's always going to be rich people. You know, the people coming in town are traveling to see the Chiefs play or traveling for a bachelor party, bachelorette party, or like girls shopping weekend on the plaza. And, you know, the plaza made it through 08, you know, because right. there's always going to be. Um, there's always rich people there's always rich people people where do the rich people in kc go right so i'm just thinking what's the most insulated bubble like you know my own little bubble away from the recession right Uh like so either what stocks would avoid the recession like people people are very very bearish on stocks equities and i think there's a handful of them that are actually it's like winner take all economy right or somewhat else put it better winner take most um, so investing in the tech stocks that like, you know, the Facebooks, the Googles um, that just even in a recession, they're going to still make ad money. They own 90 percent of the digital ad yeah. space. Right. That's not going away in a recession. That's just getting more competitive because that's where the highest margin is. Um, so I don't think my Airbnb will really be. A, I also think. Honestly, there's still so much room to grow. Mm-hmm. Hotels are still around. I'm competing against the hotels. I think the hotels will lose business before I do. They just built a new yeah. Fairfield Marriott, like three blocks from my house. I was like, do I feel bad about this or good about this? Yeah. You know, like, is it just more cheap lodging or is it right? Bachelor parties don't want to book four rooms for right. in They'd a hotel. Have a house. Yeah. Right. And like my house is dope. Like you got a huge front patio, that, yeah. you know, covered back patio. I bought a 70 inch 4k to put in the living room oh wow uh, you know tax deductible right yeah. but uh, <laughs> just for the airbnb um yeah i just i i think my airbnb can be more resilient to that i honestly think if i did like i'm getting like thinking about getting a second apartment right so the situation's not as insurance uh, in my own yeah plus i also just don't like having to clean up all my stuff uh-huh. and then I lock it all up in one room and then leave the rest of the house for the Airbnb. Yeah. Right. But I was like, I kind of just want a place where I can leave 
a little bit messy. Little man <laughs> like, cave. I don't like. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I, my office is kind thing. of a man cave, but it but also like has getaway too much stuff. Um, yeah, getaway man cave. I don't know um, if like the because you know if my side income, all my side hustles, side like, pieces, <laughs> side pieces. <laughs> uh, not quite. No, just the. Uh, <laughs> Um, mortgage business also, you know, part-time selling life insurance though. Cause when I went and got the financial advisor position, like they're all, they're all licensed, uh, life insurance salesmen and you have your, you know, life and health license. Uh, so I can still do that. And then if I make enough side income, right, then I can either get more Airbnbs in other cities. Um, so why other cities and why not all here? Maybe it's like a, not all your eggs in one basket. Um, I think this is a good basket though. Sure, but I also for I guess this is less financial and more just I just like traveling. So okay. like having a second place in Denver, so it's like, hey, if I'm going to be there this weekend, okay, I just block it off, and then the rest of why, the, why not just rent a and B uh, Airbnb when you go out there? Because then somebody else is making money. Yeah, but like if I, I gotcha. buy an Airbnb in Denver, it could pay for itself, right? So I it's gotcha. like well, so I'm I'm saving the money every trip, but I'm also like building an asset because i'm also like i'm bullish on kc but i'm bullish on denver still like it's there's plenty of places hot. to be bullish on it's hot but yeah like there's gotcha there's opportunity everywhere and so like when people talk about the recession right kind of the second part of it mm-hmm. you know first just was like um really there's so there's so many things the internet's changing you know changing the way our economy's changing oh yeah you know like i try to get out of the trap of saying, oh, this time is different. Like, you know, historians will say, every, every economist says, like, this time is different, you know, and mm-hmm. the, for every new every new bull, you know, hot rise up, and then it always comes, comes back down, right, the boom and bust cycle of businesses. But, like, this could be a prolonged 20-year growth period because technology is revamping the scale that we can do everything. Right, like we're doing a podcast right now and reaching right. potentially millions of people right. in a world where 50 years ago, the cost to do that, you know, the distribution oh, yeah. costs, you know, were astronomical. So, so when you think about how you can benefit on Airbnb and that taking market share from the hotels, like, sure, like business might go down a little or it might go up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Marriott built that hotel maybe because they just see all the big data showing that people are flocking to KC more and more at a faster rate. It makes sense for us to invest more money to build a brand new, it's crazy, brand new hotel. And I see these new hotels getting built. I'm like, wow, like there's that many people coming that are just, you know, yeah. Staying here. Wanting to like tourism, right? Like you you wouldn't think of KC as like a tourist spot. Cause tourism from anywhere far away. You think of like, Oklahoma City, Omaha, uh, Omaha yeah. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. No, I get a lot of guests from those areas as well. Yeah. But you don't. I don't think of. I don't think of someone from like New York, Boston, <laughs> big cities. Yeah, yeah. All, maybe some Dallas people. Yeah, maybe. I think or Chicago. You know, people that have left KC that have <clears throat> roots here. Sure, can there's a lot of that too. Um, yeah, as far as. Just strictly tourism, no family I think a lot of it's got to be business. I think because the business side is, you know, Google's here. Mm-hmm. Or not not Google, Google, but we got Google Fiber, mm-hmm. which brought a lot of businesses here and did a lot of things for the community. And Google's talked about being here. 
Elon Musk was talking about doing that Hyperloop from here to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. Yeah. Well, now Richard Branson too, right? Has I think like I don't know Hyperloop One. Oh really? They're I didn't, bringing, I didn't they're know bringing, he had something. Yeah. They're good. Bring, more competition. Bring it on. I think he's actually the one talking with the city right now about and the state of Missouri, everything about actually doing the KC to St. Louis. Oh, uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, pretty. I mean, they're bringing the the model here to Kansas City, like I think this weekend, actually. Really? Or it's like soon. It's they're, they're bringing a. It's kind of like just a pod? prototype pod. Yeah, that you you know they're gonna put above ground, just let people see what right, it looks right. like. You know. Um, Have you seen it? No, just pictures. Oh, you've seen uh, pictures. That's yeah, the, I, I kind of glanced at. I think they're in the article. I really was skimming through, but. Um, that's yeah. I'm pretty sure that's coming, Casey. Soon they said well, of all that. the meetings that they've done, all the cities in the possible projects. Casey was the only one that did uh, like an environmental sustainability impact report, which is pretty standard on a lot of construction projects. But mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to build this report because you have to look at right what would it actually take to demolish that much you know road from. You know, how do you get there, right? What it was underground, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think you just so much construction. You no, I know it would be such yeah. an insane undertaking. And I, there's I so many imagine. factors you'd have to plan for, right? And so, like, KC put a lot of well, KC and I imagine St. Louis and the state of Missouri put a oh, lot right. of resources into, like, hey, we're serious about this. This makes a lot of economics because Mizzou would be in the middle of that, too, you know? And so, right, like, it's just uh, it makes a lot of sense. And if that happens, right, it's like. Then we can what be the recession? Hub. What recession? You know, like we're gonna have St. Louis and KC. You could live in KC and I know uh, work in St. Louis or vice versa. Meet people from St. I Louis. I could live in, in St. Day. Louis. I like St. Louis. I've, I went when I, when I was a kid, but um, it's a cool town, man. Not not when I was drinking age, which yeah uh, seems to have changed my opinion on a lot of places. A yeah. lot of pla- even Kansas City. Yeah, um, yeah. What are some good spots in Kansas City like? Um, shoot, I. What do you do? To, what do you do? For, what's a yeah? What do you like to do for fun? I mean, you're go to a lot of concerts. Young. Concerts? Uh, yeah. What kind of music you like? Yeah, I've been getting into EDM a lot. Okay. Really, really getting into yeah the electronic music scene. I think just the concert atmosphere. It seems fun. Is, I've never been. <laughs> so I have another friend. He's kind of asking me too. You know, he's like, I've never been, but curious. You know, like seeing pictures and I've seen videos people post in. Um, it's getting really popular. Like it's even. I need to hit. I need. I got some people that I can go with. Yeah. Um. No, I'll, I'll invite you the next time. Next time we go. And you Where are just, they? Uh, concert Midland Truman. Okay. Uh, Casey Power and Light now has them just in that middle stage. What? What? Yes. You know Shaquille O'Neal is a oh, DJ. Oh yeah, he yeah came. I saw that. Yeah, he came. We're there. Was that a real? That was night. that like a real good EDM type party? Oh, yeah. Really? That was awesome. It was. It was so really? good. He had. He had some opener. He actually had a opener that i saw in uh i've seen at mosaic in power and light nitty-gritty but i also when i was in la for my friend's bachelor party we went and saw him and he was the headliner of that show right he was the one that went on at the end of the night and then he's over here opening for Shaq. and i think oh. i thought we could get there like an hour late like i don't know who the opener is but you know i was like i just want to see nitty-gritty and Shaq. Uh-huh. and then i was like shoot we missed nitty-gritty oh, wow. he was the first person to oh, go wow. but okay. then uh no the like okay the people you know the music's really 
awesome. Theme. I like that music. When I listen to it, I get into it. Get, I yeah, understand. It gets you amped. Not, yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of it, uh, I don't know, less words, but more beats. And it's just like, I really, I'm not like a lyric person. Like, I could, I, I joke for a long time, like, Mr. Brightside, I could, like, sing all the lyrics, but not tell you what the song is I about. I got you. Nice. Uh, that happens with a lot of songs. Or Some like, people I just, just like the, rhythm and bass. Yeah, and just, that's that's uh, really. Uh, I'm thinking produ- when I'm listening to music, it, yeah. and or like at the gym, you know. But I'm always in my own thoughts. Uh, that's why I like I like rap music, but it's also really hard for me to focus on rap music. I got gotcha. you. In you know for th- three full minutes on one song. Right, right. Um, how how did we get on? That? I don't know, Shoot. but but I, I'm gonna hold you to your. Uh, inviting me for next time you go oh, to edm yeah i would love to the do people that, you yeah. meet are awesome everybody's friendly you know we we would like to talk of course y'all rolling <laughs> not you i'm not uh, saying you are i'm just there, there's a know. lot of people uh, <laughs> definitely that partake in sure a lot of extracurricular extracurriculars of that just make it an unreal experience you i'm know, sure that, like unlike anything else yeah um lets you totally kind of like forget about the real world for a couple hours and uh, who doesn't need that right know? right just kind of like blow off some steam and so i kind of like go out less to drink now you know i used to would go to like hop or when you asked about you know places to go right. up down but now it's like if i go out drinking i really only want to do it on like concert nights okay you know, i go to like two concerts a month and it's like just binge right and it's just yeah. like i go to the concert get fucked up nice. I drink a bunch um yeah and and so now just like a normal night, like going to the bar, it's like, man, I just feel like I'm being unhealthy and right. I'm overspending and um, like, yeah, I'd rather I'll just dump it into yeah, you know, two nights, two nights a month and yeah. get it out of the <clears> system. But no, you'll, you'll definitely have to come along. It's uh it's a great experience. I'd love to. I'm a good time. Friendly people. Everybody's so welcoming. Like that's kind of what I noticed immediately. Well, I fuck on the first date. I, so be prepared. <laughs> Hey, hey, that'll be the right scene for you, man. That'll be the right scene for you. Um, yeah, dude, I would, I'd be into that. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm trying to bring this, yeah, this other, you know, one of my, uh, one of my friend's friends, you know, he's he's like a little, I think he's actually close to your age. Holla at your boy. Um, We're yeah, old. And Those he, old guys can get down. We're from the... <laughs> We're from that party that started this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, let me know, let me know," because uh, I think I think a lot of people should just experience it just to see just to see what it's like. I've been finding people. So I'll be forty next month. Uh, you know, I graduated high school in '98, and I've noticed okay. people my age-ish, like that graduated in the mid '90s to 2000-ish. We didn't really ever grow up. We still think we're like in that age of like, maybe not all of us, but a lot of people that I know just we're in that age of like we're still cool. We can okay. still party with yeah. whoever. Like I, we started I actually, this I get shit. That you know sense. what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. Like we and we're not gonna and we're not judgmental. Yeah. We we might be stuck in our ways with some certain things, mm-hmm. but mostly we don't care. We just want to have a good time, and yeah. we still want to be like we're still young and we can still do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome. I feel like I have a lot of older friends. Honestly, the I was twenty four when I first started getting into it. It was just two years ago. Um and it was like my older friends that were like twenty nine, thirty that yeah. were like introducing me to it. I was just like, Okay, I'm cool. I'm right on down. And yeah, you see people of all ages. Like you see some you see some even I mean, not like 
very senior, but like way older than you, you right. know, at these raves. Sure. Like not, not very many, but you know, like, yeah, you get, I mean, you get everything from the 18 year olds, <laughs> like, right. Uh, to like the 50 year olds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, all walks of life, man. So when you first were saying you were retired and just kind of free, mm -hmm. I guess, what kind of stuff were you like, if you got nothing but free time and money? Yeah. Well, what, so what are you getting into? Like what's, so I was like traveling for concerts, you know, going to like, I have a friend from in from high school who lives in Denver, and so like I just go to Denver all the time. You know, the, Red Rocks or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, went <coughs> saw a show, saw Marshmallow at Red Rocks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That was back in like 2016 uh, with Big Gigantic, and that was probably one of the best concerts you know I've ever been to. Like, and that was it. I don't know who that is. I know Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Big Gigantics is cool. I they're one of my favorites to see because they have like live saxophone. Oh, like, cool. That just like that just that's a cool element. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple people that you know, like Grizz, that do more of the. I don't know if you you know jazzy. I've heard of Grizz. Yeah, they get a little bit more jazzy on you. I just like the live instrumentals. You know, there's a lot of DJs that don't do any live instrumentals. I love live yeah. instrument. Yeah, I love live. Yeah, live instrumentals and live performance. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm so addicted to concerts right now. I've just been like. But I like when they're really doing it. I don't like when mm -hmm. they're up there. You have a problem. I uh, this is real prevalent in the hip hop world, and I'm a hip hop head. Yeah, I love just okay. that's that's my favorite world. Um, but it's real prevalent is is them rapping over their lyrics. Like they'll play the CD mm. and then rap along with oh, it. Oh, okay. Because there's if it was just them, then you know it would sound terrible. <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, they all have their own reasonings. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes they say because they have too many songs and they can't remember all their songs. Mm. Some of it is, um, like if they're if they're a chopper, you know what chopper is? Real fast, like oh yeah, uh, like Tech Nine. Okay, how he gets super yeah, fast. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're like sometimes it's just too fast, and, I've, and if I'm out of breath, like it's not gonna sound as good, and I can't do it. I'm like, well then maybe you just need to work on your chopper game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, don't yeah, know. yeah. Just practice your craft more. Yeah, and yeah get I don't better. know. I, but the, but they they all justify. They all yeah, have their reasonings. Right. One one guy made fun of me. He's like, "Man, this he goes, this ain't the 90s anymore." <laughs> I was like, "What does that have to do with <laughs> what anything?" What does that mean any Yeah. But I mean, even the old school like mm -hmm. I went to uh I went to Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, cool. It was a long time ago, maybe 8 8 years ago. And he did the same thing. He had his lyrics going. And he, you know, he phoned it in. Like sometimes you could, he just, ha he, he wouldn't even like, you could tell he just had the mic down and wasn't even rapping, but you could hear him going. It's like, ah, it's just disappointing. Mm -hmm. I like, I mean, that's something I appreciate more with like the rock and roll world is they all tend to play okay. their shit. Yeah. Who, who's your favorite rock and roll performer you've seen? Oh, 311. Three, I don't even know who that is. Is that terrible? Wow. 311. Wow, that's crazy. No, I mean it's not crazy. I also I guess. know less like American music than most okay. people because like growing up, it would either be ninety eight point one radio. Okay. So it's like Cats in the Cradle or like so huh. Billy Joel, okay. some of that stuff. I but gotcha. uh, but like not a lot of classic, you know, American rock. Three Eleven's um, alternative from the nineties, but okay. they're still they're they're still together and they're still making music. Okay. And. I think you would like it if you're saying like you kind of like, like if you like things. jazz and kind of yeah. not that they I have to turn you on to a couple things because they're they're phenomenal live. Cool. They put on one hell of cool. a show and they come to Kansas City all the time, like mm -hmm. once a year, maybe twice a year. Sometimes they're here often 
And they're nice. they're a big band. They're three eleven. They're from Omaha. Okay. I mean, that's where well, I mean they started out there way in the early nineties. Yeah. Now they're in LA and they're now they're, they're big. They're big. big yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Midwest, now big time. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so what were you doing with all your free time other than some concerts? Oh, honestly, a lot of video games. Lot of like video too games. many. Too yeah, like That's such an easy Fortnite. Trap, isn't it? Yeah, Fortnite oh, was coming out. So Fortnite. yeah, I, I have like to. a freaking just I'm, I'm on Apex now. Yeah. I fucking like Apex too. Are you on Xbox or PS4? Xbox. Xbox. Fuck. Well, I'll have to add you in. Oh nice. You can talk more Hell yeah. Uh, no, I yeah, I actually like Apex more because there's no building and I exactly. can't keep up with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you get some serious yeah. wizards on the building yeah. these days it's like yeah what's the point you got to be good with a shotgun and up close and building i'm good yeah no i uh honestly you know i for yeah a straight year i was like oh it's cool i can wake up like whenever like i would just really do a lot of laundry right with the airbnb that's like what laundry and cleaning the house at like three times a week um but uh, like outside of that right i would just like be playing video games and if I wasn't going to like concerts or going, I mean, I had a lot of time to like go out to lunches with friends or dinners, mm -hmm. you know, so I was really kind of just, I don't know, being a lot more social. Um, but when I wasn't doing that and I was at home, I was wasting a lot of time playing video games. Right. And I was like, it's I was like, to do. yeah. And then, you know, getting into the trappings of my inner thinking, just like, oh shit. Like, okay, so I've got this Airbnb, you know, but I'm not really like growing and developing, you know, I kind of realized as like, a person. Yeah. Like in my, like, knowledge and my skill set and my I guess personal and professional development I, I mean I would I worked I worked out less I think even though I had more time and I was eating mm -hmm. less healthy because I was always going out to eat mm -hmm. uh, but I mean but I was being more social and I was having fun and like right you know time you enjoy wasting is right. like a waste of time and um, I was like probably one of those things where it's like uh, you look back probably want to do something different but like also no regrets right right Just, uh, I I, yeah. I spent a lot of time like because when I'm playing Fortnite too, a lot of times it's like with a friend. So like you're also talking. That's I'm realizing one of the traps too is it's so social. You know, right. sure, all the friends are playing Xbox. Like, do you work or do you play Xbox? You know, are you you're getting studying? your party together? You're yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just you know, I was like, I was really like, okay, so what should I do? Should I try financial advising? Right? Should I start working? You know, there's this uh, startup more productive. Advisory. Yeah, yeah. Meeting time. more people. And then I was also like, and I could really, you know, it's like I'm having fun, but I could have a lot more fun, you know, because like I, I couldn't travel internationally every month on that Airbnb money, right? Like there's just, a lot of money to travel internationally, huh? Right. Yeah. I've never like, done it. Yeah. It's probably three grand a trip easy uh if you're because right if you want to travel internationally you three probably want to do back and forth like if i have three grand in my pocket right now i can go on an international trip and have a good and time. have a good time yeah really yeah man that it, doesn't seem very much okay then then uh then i, I mean, mean that seems you could spend five grand and have an even better time yeah like but a really good time three grand is i mean you're still going out to eat right but like you're not like Staying at the nicest places, you're still shopping for I, deals. You're hostel. still shopping for deals. I'll take a hostel then, and I mean, you street can food. Cut down your expenses a lot more. The most expensive thing, like, are tickets. Like round trip tickets to Indonesia right now in December are like eighteen hundred dollars. Is that a lot? Eighteen hundred um, rats round trip. Yeah, oh, that, I think the lowest my girlfriend's seen trip. is like fourteen hundred. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, 
Yeah, but sometimes it jumps up to like two, 1900, I think close to, you know, 2000. Is and that the spot, Indonesia? I think so. I mean, so Bali is like, right, every, I don't know, Instagram influencers. like. I'm not an Instagram influencer. I don't need to uh, know about. But do you know, you know Bali? I don't know. Right, Isn't like, that Bollywood? No. Well, Bollywood, I think is, is that more India? like Indian. Is, that, is Bali uh, in India? No, Bali is in Indonesia. Oh, yeah. okay. Bali is this oh. island. Oh, Indonesia okay. is I'm like. So, a, how ignorant am I? <laughs> I was thinking it was India. Um, okay. Yeah, no, uh, B A L I. Okay. Damn, I just I just started getting into Instagram like this year. Um, you don't so, follow me. Oh shoot! I, okay, I, I need to follow you. I probably um, need to follow you. I don't think we follow each okay. other. Okay. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> You're on my podcast and you don't yeah, follow me. I need to. I need to do more research. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I. Anyway, so just, it's a beautiful place, yeah. right? It's got like waterfalls everywhere. It's all I. Uh, it's all mountainous, but it's an island, so you got coast everywhere too. Mm-hmm. You know, cheap food. Uh, you know, it's just delicious street food. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of countries like this, but Bali especially is I think where a lot of people go. It's like it's been such a tourist <laughs> destination now, but there's also islands around it. The Komodo Dragon Island is also in indonesia oh really yeah and so you know you have to like take like a couple boats to get there um and i think they're actually shutting it down for a while for like a few years because uh, let it repopulate Uh, too many tourists have been going there but makes uh, sense yeah they're shutting it down after this year but i mean it's just the cliche like most pick one of the most picturesque like bucket list spots you know in the world i want to go off the beaten path i okay. would want to do like a if i were to do it i would go alone mm-hmm. and i don't want to go to a touristy area yeah i want to go i would go to indonesia but like somewhere that's like really small like exactly. at a hostel and do yeah. like more local type stuff and, and like not that's ca- not not a place that's catering mm-hmm. to tourists mm-hmm. you know what i mean like Get into the go culture. to the island get next into, to yeah. Bali. Actually, <clears throat> I would think that'd be even flooded with. I'd want to go like. It's go starting home. to get more flooded, but it's still like yeah. you know, it's it's the more beaten path option of like the. Well, I guess you could go to the even. I think there's like a bigger main island, um, but that that you don't have as many waterfalls. So, yeah, somewhere where Indonesians go to vacation. Where would that be? You know what I mean? They yeah. live there. Where do they go? Like, what's the biggest city uh-huh. in Indonesia? Right. And then pick, say, where where do those rich people, or not rich people, you know, where do those well, people tend to yeah, travel yeah. when they want a vacation? Mm-hmm. In, within the country, right? right? Where do they go? That's a good one. Yeah. Because they might not be wanting to go to Bali. Or maybe they do. Right. And if they do, then I, all right, I guess I'll. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of like us going to, like, Vegas, right? Like, where do they, where right. do the Americans go? Oh, still Vegas. Like if you're telling someone internationally, everybody does say Vegas, but that's not like their number. Or like, yeah, or Denver, or, you know, like we, Chicago, the big cities. Yeah. And I think people say California a lot. California, San Diego, I LA. I that first. Yeah. People love. Yeah. New York, New York, LA. New York, yeah. I should have started those two. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. I hear a lot of people saying Destin, Florida or the really? or key, the keys. Really? I don't hear that at all, but I like I see it in the yeah. the you know population job growth numbers. Yeah, like, a lot of people talk about investing in there. They're saying Kansas City's blown up as far as yeah. cool cities go, mm-hmm. not for vacationing, but I've heard people call us the next Austin. 
yeah that's that's actually the kind of go-to i was like well, we might not you know ever be denver but you know we could be like the next austin um, you think we can be denver De- denver's got mountains so you'd like oh sure i mean whatever that word would be so so i mean we're both <laughs> we're both centrally ish located right we're more central but uh denver's got the just the the attraction of the, the geographical advantage you know because when when so i worked for like a government tech startup actually for a year and a half uh, i would travel around to like a lot of different cities meeting with city planners and planning departments um try and get them to use more data right look at all these places but a lot of times we're just talking about the development of cities and like just like theory right mm-hmm. just like what makes one city more attractive than another city you know there's like some fluid things like jobs or culture you know attractive as far as what sense for like what makes people want to move public to move there right because think about like the economy in the united states denver was they legalized it and they're in the mountains that helped too right so there's two huge factors there right and instagram makes living by the mountains even more instagram must be a big influence of where people want to move huh I, I kind of think so. I kind of think a lot of people, you know, like just what I'm starting to see now, like I'm just like, this is a whole, you know, like riot. Like everybody's just trying to take the best pictures and like people you know, are dying over, over, over these trying to do eating poisonous animals live. on. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good yeah, one. I'm just talking dying. about hanging over the side of a mountain and or then that. falling off or a yeah. train or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> taking pictures on train tracks or just for a picture yeah mm-hmm. what's the craziest thing you've done you, you're not balls deep in instagram quite yet are you no i have like so you, six posts yeah uh, so yeah. you haven't done anything crazy. it's mostly just food <laughs> okay yeah i uh don't no i'm not i'm not i'm just i'm really more just kind of like i'm like studying it yeah i was kind of interesting like, i've just been missing i was like for the longest time you know i don't want to be big i don't into this like liking circle jerk of, of right like, nonsense you know be careful there's a lot of thirst traps out there there are yeah yeah it's a lot terrible. of them out there it is terrible um yeah too too many temptations everywhere yeah too yeah instagram can be a lot of selfies yeah. a lot of selfies be yeah. careful of the uh profiles where it's like nothing but selfies mm-hmm. those are the ones you got to steer away from yeah yeah uh it can be i mean in life you can like their stuff on socialgram but mm-hmm be careful, huh? Be careful in real life in IRL with the selfie. <laughs> it's the selfie queen. Or Wisdom king. noted. <laughs> Wisdom noted. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's also really nice, like, not nothing to do with Instagram, just being by the mountains, right? If you like hiking, right? You're going to choose I'm a, Denver. I'm a hunter. You're going to choose. I want to go out there. I'd, I'd love to go out there and hunt elk okay. in the mountains. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Oh, elk's delicious. Really? I'm, I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, it's the best. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Any wild game is just so yeah. good eating. Hmm. Maybe I like <coughs> eating duck. I've never hunted duck, but duck's good. Yeah, I could. I could go for some of that. We, we, we the only time I've been hunting was like boar hunting. Oh, cool, down in Oklahoma. Oh, cool. And That'd be fun. Did you get yeah. one? Um. Well, I I like I shot it. You could hear it squeal. Uh-huh. I didn't get like neck shot. And uh, did you do that at nighttime? Yeah. It was like yeah. My friend had a thermal scope. Oh wow. And, uh, I didn't get. Or like my gun malfunctioned during the day. Oh like no! I had a bullet that like separated from like the casing. Oh wow! Like it was. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You know, but like it like jammed the gun. I was like, yeah. So I was like, my day's shit, right? Uh-huh. Like because we were out there for like eight nine hours. Oh. Um, 
But I mean, I was like, whatever. I uh, just chill. I think I was probably listening to Gary V podcasts. <laughs> People like him. Um, Entrepreneurs like that guy. Yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised you like and, him. And uh, I was like, okay, this is kind of just being out, you know, in wilderness uh, is, is nice. But yeah, no, uh, the, the boar, we, they ended up finding it the next day after mm-hmm. we had left oh, like, with the next group. I was like, son of a bitch. Because you, know? <laughs> you still have to pay for it. Right. And, uh, and you miss out on all that meat. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good stuff. No, I was like. Did you get any, did anybody you were with get yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so, you get some meat uh-huh, from it? Yeah, from other people. But uh, How good is that stuff? Yeah, dude. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. I think that it was like some beef jerk or boar jerky. Oh, no, And then no. uh, some pulled boar for, you know, other cuts. and. Oh, man. Um, the pork loins are good. The yeah. sausage is yeah, so good. Yeah, the sausage. Oh. Um, That's where it's at right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think we're thinking about going down there again in October. Oh, nice. Yeah, but. Um, Bring a bow next time. Oh, damn. <laughs> you go bow hunting? <laughs> That's what I do, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I have, yeah, I have another friend who works at Bass Pro who's super into bows. Yeah, I, like, I could get into that it's, that shit. It's that addicting. It's good really shit. Oh yeah. Damn, Where do you yeah. live? Like Kansas or you're on Missouri? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's uh, bow hunting season starts today. No way! Wow, what a coincidence! All right, starts today, goes till January fifteenth. Yeah. So you have a long time for bow hunting. That's okay. what, like one of the great things about it. You know, rifle hunting is only like a week and a half long or something like that. Oh. I know nothing about hunting. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, so what's next for you? So you're kind of working. You were saying something about you. Do you volunteer or something or? Yeah, actually. Uh, so you know, is that what your shirt, shirt is? I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah. OB Network. OB Network. It's kind of a networking group that we started with the nonprofit Operation Breakthrough. So that? Uh, it's on 31st and Truce. Um, it's a pre, you know, pre um, kind of early, ch- early childhood education center that is really kind of a daycare for the kids, but also does after school services. Um, it's completely free. Oh, cool. Right? And so, uh, you know, it's a lottery system. They always have to you know, turn down families because they have more families applying than they have of spots course. for. They could only house 400 children. Um, like last a, year, a, a, a like, semester or a year, or what? How does that work? Yeah, and so I, I honestly, I'm, I think they just uh, throughout the school year, you know, they have like the school age children that are grades like one through five, maybe, um, or like there after after school, you know, until their parents can pick them up at like five thirty. Uh, then they also have, I think, the pre K. I'm really bad with ages. I just. It's all uh, good. But uh, you I think it's exact. the pre K people uh, during just during the day, right? And uh-huh. so that's kind of where, uh, you know, they have classes. Okay. They do you know meals gotcha. for the kids. Oh, nice. They have like a food pantry for the parents, and it's kind of like a take whatever you need because their philosophy is like you can't give pasta to someone who doesn't have a working stove, right? Like they know what's going to work for their family, mm-hmm. kind of thing. They provide like basic essentials, toiletries, oh, cool. you know, stuff like feminine hygiene products that like food stamps can't cover right. or like um they they also have like nurses from Children's Mercy that kind of have like a clinic there. Oh wow. Uh, that can like check on the kids. Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, they have clothes for them. They've got, you know, gifts like birthday gift sets that they put together cuz you know, sometimes the moms can't, um, you know, get their kids a birthday mm-hmm. gift, right? So they do right, right. A, a holistic kind of approach to helping these kids and helping these families, including even job services for the parents. And then so we're trying to start 
a networking group where you know because we're all like professionals where we see you know there's a lot of networking groups uh, for business people that have no purpose other than to network and it's like well what if we could organize a happy hour have you know part of the profits from that from our group go back to operation breakthrough so you know so we're networking we're financially helping them but we're also connecting more people spreading word of mouth about right. our volunteer opportunities right because we always have more needs for volunteers and so uh, and then there's also another aspect where it's like to be you know anybody can come to our like our events right they're going to be public happy hours just join us but we also want uh, to grow a group of what we've just called members like paying members mm -hmm. so the spotify approach 10 bucks a month you know you don't have to pay ten thousand dollars write a big check right. to make a difference right if you do 10 bucks a month you know about a hundred dollars a year or the idea is if we get a hundred members you know at ten dollars a month that's a thousand a month mm -hmm. you know twelve thousand a year <clears throat> out of almost nothing right out of just a collective of a hundred people mm -hmm. and we've gotten to about i want to say like 80 80 some people over the last year oh nice and like our goal is like 100, 100 almost there yeah um actually i should get um i think we might be close we just had like a fundraising event um where we did a uh, trivia night and then we had like i think deloitte sponsored uh, uh did a big sponsorship and i think they raised like four to five grand oh, cool. uh, from that night uh, so i don't know how many wow. members they got from uh that night but yeah just so all this $10 a month adds up, right? We mm -hmm. have some members that do $20, $50 a month. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just cool. You know, it's kind of cool. We yeah. just started this uh, August of last year. Oh, nice. So it's fairly new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love and it. It's like, you know, like it's, I think kind of some of the uh, administration there's like, we need some new life. You know, where's our next generation of donors going to come from? Because I think the idea too is like this over 10 years. Now, some of us young professionals are going to be, executives at some companies and like actually have some sway to maybe get another Deloitte to, you know, come in mm -hmm. and really kind of help, you know, um, get this place more funding. Right. Cause now they built, bought the building across the street from a lot of donations, um, built a bridge across it. So that was oh, the wow, whole that. bridging truce, you know, it was like symbolic, <clears throat> but right. it's also like, you just want the kids to not have to cross the street a busy street, street truce, right. um, to get from one side of the building to the next. And, uh, you know, so that increased the amount of kids they're able to serve from 400 to 700. Nice. You know, and you just imagine, right? Like, I think operations like this, when I think of like, how far does your money go when you're donating to like Red Cross and there's a bunch of administrative Absolutely. costs, you know, so much bureaucracy that like a lot of money is actually being wasted mm -hmm. uh, versus a small organization like this and it's local and, you know, helps people in your community, but also like so much, like your dollar goes so far there right right and it's just like we i think the city needs more services like like this and so how do we how do we spread the word you know how do we get more people to know it's right here because a lot of people have no like i didn't know about it you know before my real estate agent introduced me to you know the group she was um with that kind of participated in helping operation breakthrough dude that's so sweet yeah yeah um, how can people donate Operation Breakthrough Network. Yeah, so, so like, if, like people right now listening or watching, where would you send them so they could get involved somehow or donate? Oh gosh, or I'm <clears throat> a little rusty on my instructions for like going to like operationbreakthrough.com. Then there's a part about I know, mean, is that, that the, I mean, I guess the OB network. Is that then, I mean, if, if they just have the the website, I'm sure they can figure it out from there. People, is it oh, is yeah, operationbreakthroughnetwork.com? 
I think that's what no 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 just operationbreakthrough.com okay and then that's the actual nonprofit and then on one tab should be the OB network okay and then from there you'll see uh you know click to join as a member now okay. right you can just use a credit card and is there a one time donation people could you can do? do yeah you could do a one time donation all kinds of things. yeah um kind of whatever whatever you want um you know there's no like you can just sign up you do your ten dollars and then cancel your membership uh, every little bit counts yeah every little bit counts like for real uh i think and really you know if you want to like like us on facebook right or we have an instagram page it's admittedly not very active um but yeah just operation breakthrough or on facebook i think it's just the ob network um but yeah, no, it's a uh, it's great organization. Yeah, I think I'm just big into volunteerism now. Uh, just, you know, like no matter kind of what time you have or like what you can give. You what know, kind of volunteer work are are they looking for? Like what would that kind of consist of? Um, they, they have all, so they have events like, uh, you know, what we're having a Halloween kind of, I forget the name, that, but it's just kind of like a Halloween for all the little kids. Trunk or treat thing? Yeah, trunk or treat, you know, where uh, businesses will like set up booths okay. and they just hand out candy. Yeah. And so they have these 400, now 700 kids and they give them all costumes. Oh, wow. You know, so everybody has a costume um, if they need one. And then they get to go around because a lot of the times like they don't want to be doing trick or treating in their neighborhoods uh, where they're at. And so, you know, this is a really good way for them to still get their, mm -hmm. their treats in. Get and then we have yeah. little activities. So we have one time events like this all throughout the year. Oh, nice. Right. And you can just help in any way you can. Um, or we have kind of more regular kind of like what I do, you know, it's like every Monday you can choose one day a week, uh, go there, you know, for like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and just, you know, work with the kids. Like they always need help. Like, even if you you know, have like, you don't know what you're doing. Cause I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, like, it seems kind of cool. Like, do I have to be qualified? And they're like, no, like just, we just need a body in the room to help monitor the kids because right. it's a lot of stress for, you know, one instructor to be watching yeah. 20 rowdy kids, oh, yeah. you know, and like, you know, these kids are asking for their help and then, <clears throat> and then you got this kid and then this kid. I got two so, little kids. I know how yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, you multiply that and it's in a very overwhelming, rambunctious yeah. environment. Uh, so you're kind of there, you know, just like be peacekeeper. Almost. Right. Like, hey, okay, uh, wait one second. You know, I don't I don't even know. Like, I'm going to have to ask Mr. <laughs> Jad, but, you know, we'll wait a second. And you're, you're like just doing that. And then sometimes the, so I'm in the what they call the smart lab. So they've got computers there where they can do kind of like educational games. But then a lot of times they use it just for like YouTube or uh, <laughs> it's surprising how much these kids learn from YouTube, honestly. Um, That's the future of education. I really. I, think I so, mean, yeah. I've, I. People are probably sick of me saying this on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. When I started this podcast, I researched what was the best equipment for it. Okay. I didn't, but that was it. I didn't realize. I didn't. I didn't even know how to turn my computer on when I bought it. I just okay. knew that's what I needed to really? get. Really. I didn't even know how to turn it on. I mm. knew nothing. You've got I did, quite the setup. Thanks, yeah. man. And I, I didn't know how to do any of this. And I just YouTube. How do I use this? How do I yeah. do that? How do I? You know. Okay. And that's. I tell people I got like a probably like a two year uh, college co community college education on YouTube for free mm -hmm. doing all right, this stuff. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's the future. I mean, anything you want to learn, it's on there. Mm -hmm. Kids are figuring that out. Hope, thank God. Hope, you know, hopefully it's like less college. Right. You know, like 
college debt, right? And uh, you know, student loans. That takes less college in general, off. just the way less college. Yeah, not, not yeah, to get political, but just the way that it's kind of become like this divisive place. It mm-hmm. seems it's getting more and more divisive. With, you know, the more with yeah. this political climate getting kind of to what it is. Uh, I have a uh, 21, she's almost 22 year old sister okay. and she goes to the university of Michigan and she, I mean, she's very active in the political, she's conservative and she's, you know, she's been called all kinds of crazy things, white supremacists yeah. and, and she's 100% not even close to that. But like, but she tells me these stories of the, just the divisiveness on there right. and just what these, what the, um, uh, what the professors are like, hmm. how how biased they are, and how how they treat certain groups yeah. and oppose others. Just like college is becoming a just a, I don't know, I don't know. I've got like say I got young kids. I don't yeah. know that I'm going to push them towards it's a breeding college. ground for that kind of like judgment. And, yeah, uh, like click formation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I guess whenever I went, <clears throat> I graduated in 2014, so before Trump, and. Uh, I think yeah, I I didn't really think about the the effect he's had on mm-hmm. right. That's probably just accelerating. I think Obama had a lot of a yeah. lot of it too. A lot of people didn't like Obama. A lot of people didn't yeah. like Obama. You know, a lot of people. Nobody mm-hmm. ever. And it's half the people always hate the president. Yeah. It's always going to be sure. I just don't think I ever felt any divisiveness when I was at UMKC. Right. Or maybe it's even UMKC is just maybe it's still not as like because it's, it's not a more huge of a commuter universe. campus. Yeah. 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 So it's not like everybody's so in each other's business right, all right. the time. I'm talking more like of like the, the camp, right, I think maybe right, like the campus, right. campus, uh-huh. like the, the universities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I didn't really see the divisiveness back then. UMKC would be cool. Yeah, was, I a ruse. Yeah, uh, right. Go ruse. Yeah, uh, lots of diversity there. You know, met lots of interesting people from all walks of life. Uh, you know, sometimes I think, what would it be like to write to go to a big school like University of Michigan? Mm-hmm. Something? Where there's just tons of people, you know, that yeah. college experience, I think it's totally different yeah. at one of those places. Just going to a whole, you're basically moving to a city with all people your age. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> a whole town surrounded by other And then except for on Saturday when it's football day, it turns uh-huh. into this crazy place. I've gone to some Michigan games and some Michigan State games. Yeah. And it is. It's wild. It's awesome. It's yeah. so cool to go to a major university okay. on football day. Because you got all the alums, you got uh-huh. people that are from the dads, you, yeah, the, the dads, yeah. the grandpas, and they all, you know, congregate and do big tents and have like huge buffets of food and frying turkeys and mm-hmm. alcohol galore. And this is like, like, you know, eight in the morning, nine in the morning, people are getting their party on. Damn, yeah. I don't know if I could hang um, these days. Sure, you can. You're at these yeah. EDM parties. You yeah, just have but to it's, skip just out a, that. it's a three-hour binge. It's <laughs> not an. All, I'm bad at the all day. Oh yeah, you know, like it's I just, can't. That's that's the culture. That's yeah, the that's yeah. that college culture there mm-hmm. on the campuses. Right. The all day binge. Yeah. The Saturday yeah. drinking at eight or nine with bloody no, Marys. Even even tailgating at the Chiefs games. I feel like I was like I gotta take it slow. <laughs> I can't. I can't just crush these beers <laughs> one after the next. Yeah. Like you guys like. Man, some some people can really can really put down some beer, but I'm not one of the, you know. I'm, I'm more take a couple shots, get dr- get drunk really quick. And, uh, All right, <laughs> not mad at that. Everyone's got their own style. Yeah, yeah. A lot of different drinking styles out there. Mm-hmm. Well, Operation Breakthrough sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, that's how did you get involved? You just my want, realtor, just, my realtor, you know, was like, but you just wanted something to. Yeah, I I mean, I had kind of always. 
I don't know, been, been in that, like in college, I would be, I was like, I would go help be like an assistant debate coach and wow. uh, work with some, some of these schools like Lee A. Tolbert Community Academy uh, or Sumner and, you know, work with like young debaters and yes, Lee A. Tolbert's, I think middle school range or maybe like sixth grade. Um, and then, so, you know, kind of just like, I like that. I missed that giving back to the community, you know, like I felt like I was like helping. Right. And I was like, mm -hmm. I was in my, in my year of kind of just like retirement, what am I doing with my life? You know, like I got this Airbnb, but I'm not doing anything with my time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I could also make a difference, um, in a lot of ways here, right. It doesn't have to be change the world, you know, tomorrow, but it can be, you know, help out. Impact right your local. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna, so, yeah. uh, um, so I think it was like a desire for that. And then my real estate agent, um, who, who we were actually like really close. Like we knew each other from college. Uh, she, you know, we went to study abroad together in Europe and, and then she had like reached out to me. What are you doing? Oh, I'm looking to buy a house. Oh, I just got my real estate license. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, cool. Kind of nice. like perfect. So, you know, we've been really close. And then, uh, you know, she's like, Hey, like we have these grapevine luncheons. They're usually kind of people like 50 plus, um, but you know, it's just talking about operation breakthrough. I think, you know, oh, kind of what you're saying with, you know, your debate stuff, you might want to mm -hmm. you know, come check it out. And I was like, yeah, no, this, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything better with my time other wow. than cleaning and, uh, and playing video games. And so I was like, all right, I was like, yeah, how can I, you know, jump into it? Uh, you know, can I just volunteer regularly? Right. So they're like, yeah, come like, so Mondays four to five thirty. you know, it's just what I've been doing. And, and then they they're like, hey, we have this um, staff member here with the, who that wants to create this networking group, and she needs some help. So it's just in like the idea stage, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you know, we kind of created our own you know board, and so I was the membership chair. Uh, and then we were like, how do we out or how do we divide up all the work on like um, you know planning the happy hours, right? Being like the you know the social media chair, the events chair, the philanthropy, we'd like set up donation drives at universities or workplaces and collect a bunch of items. Uh, so it's really, yeah, kind of like working with no budget, you know, just mm -hmm. seeing what businesses would like host a happy hour for us. And, um, and then, yeah, so like I was just doing that on top of the, the volunteering and, wow. you know, just like was getting <clears throat> into it more and more. And it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, and on, honestly, like, even from a, so like, it's just fun to be there like, yeah. with the kids, you know, cause like, it's just like a, another kind of step back from all your other, you know, crap yeah. and stresses and stuff. And you're just there like figuring out what to do with some Legos, you know, that mm -hmm. like, uh, or uh, sometimes they, you know, they might fuss or, you know, it's not always perfect. For but, sure. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like it's, it's just all, all kids are kids. Yeah. yeah. Kids are kids, but no, it's definitely, it's rewarding and, um, definitely a place that needs a lot of help and i think a lot of people can be of help and just don't know because i honestly like when i was working at cerner how are you supposed to know about this yeah, stuff? yeah i was like i was like i would have loved to do something like this you know where they're flexible you could volunteer on a saturday kind of like the you know i would do like harvesters back in college go okay, sort stuff right. for an hour on a saturday morning i was like that was like pretty because i went with some friends right and it was pretty pretty fun experience and i was like yeah i kind of want to do more of that stuff right on um and yeah kind of just took foothold in there and mm -hmm. now yeah now it's uh it's a pretty big part of kind of what i work on i guess wow so that's what's next with yeah the volunteering side 
Um, on the business side, you know, really, so the financial advisor thing, you know, selling life insurance, right? It's like I talked to a lot of people when they asked me, what would you do? You know, I'm tw- like 22, 24, you know, out of college, you know, like got a couple grand. It's like, well, the stock market, you know, like maybe I'm wrong and the recession does happen soon. I don't want to be the guy that tells you <laughs> to put it in the stock market, right? Um, buying life insurance if you don't have dependents doesn't really make sense. It can be, you know, a good kind of like tax. I don't even want to say the, the wrong things because I'm, I'm so rusty on the exact verbiage. But basically, it locks your money up for 10 years. You might get a good return on it. Um, there's some tax advantages. But um, I was really, my biggest recommendation to people was like, I would buy real estate. You're in Kansas City. You know, you're making good money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got enough for a down payment. It's only 3% down for a lot of people. And it's better than paying rent. You know, that's kind of what I was tired of. I was in a apartment downtown. So it's like, I just telling people my story and now that's why I'm getting into the mortgage lending and really like, you know, I'm already telling people about, you know, it's like, yeah, I went from college to Cerner, bought a house in Hyde park, right by the Nelson Atkins museum mm-hmm. for like 160. It was a six bedroom house. I rented out two bedrooms to like some friends. It was helping me pay my mortgage. Right. And then sold that house for 200 and then use that money to get the West Plaza Airbnb. And it's just like, I mean, you don't have to take those exact steps, but like there's a lot of ways you can play this game where, you know, you can come out ahead and like a lot more than what you would get if you're just renting a place. You know, right. There's no upside there. And so like I just wanted to, you know, I'm already telling people what, what I would do. I wouldn't buy stocks. I would just try to get in your own place um, big enough to where, you know, if you're comfortable renting it out or even just or a small place that mortgage is less than your rent. Right. And, uh, and at least start building equity. And so wanting to build up this mortgage business, I had my license for like four months now, you know, start, you know, close my first deal a couple of weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. And then, you know, got another one closing next week. Wow. Two more that, you know, are like basically 30 days away from, you know, so it'd be October. And so that's starting to build up. But, and it's kind of where everything is like, everything is finding synergy, you know, all the dots are connecting, right? It's like my finance undergrad. It's like my real estate experience. Um, and then even my teaching experience, just walking people through the financial process, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, all the different steps, um, of getting a mortgage, getting a house, uh, what factors to consider and, you know, really kind of helping people build equity because I was like, man, there's so many places I want to invest in, in Kansas city, but if I can't invest there, how do I get a piece of it? Honestly. Right. You know, it's just like, well, I'm already telling people, it's like, I like this area, I like this area. Um, you should, you know, I was like, if, yeah, if, I'm not going to get this house, but it's a good deal. You should get this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, mortgage, mortgage loan officers on average make like 1% commission on, on a loan. So there's also a financial aspect of it where if I can, you know, build up a big enough book of business and then use that to acquire more real estate then my retirement can be more instead of like just going to concerts every weekend it'd be like <laughs> going to different countries every weekend. Right. Cause I've already, I think structured the lifestyle the way I want it, where there's no nine to five, there's a lot of freedom. Um, but now it's like, okay, now how do I increase the income so I can have more, you know, the, 
I mean, I liked like the off the beaten path stuff, but it's still, you know, the flights are just expensive. Sure. And also, you know, sometimes be bougie and like I, I, I'm splurge not bad at that. and uh, look, I'm know, not against being bougie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be catered in, on. Yeah, yeah. Rub my in, uh, feet, young Thai excess. lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, everybody can enjoy like a fifteen dollar massage, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't care how it ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, you're saying people can hire do people hire you to uh do stuff to do stuff i don't know be their um, financial advisor um or just life insurance is that just kind of yeah it's just, just it's more just like thing? life insurance now now there's like there's honestly there's a there's a company it's a different like if model I wanna learn, if i want to learn how to make some money can i come to you yeah um i mean that's just i i just feel like i can like i'm always talking about these business ideas right or like what what do you want to do how do you want to monetize it What's the best way to monetize it? Um, Like that's kind of just how my brain works. Uh, As far as hiring me to like close their mortgage, you know, to help them finance a house. Right. So there's that kind of hiring or to buy a life insurance policy, you know, and to get advice on like kind of what policy makes the most sense in your situation uh, if you need it. Uh, this this company now it's more like they they are already running ads on like fi- you know like life insurance. Is somebody here? Hold on. Oh, I heard the click. Now we're going. That was uh one of my more unprofessional moments <laughs> in my <laughs> podcasting career. Apparently, I double booked and I didn't write their name down, and oh they just man. came knocking at the door. Oh what man. the heck? So. Your first double book? Uh, accidental. I've had accidental. double books before, okay. but purposefully. Oh, but this was the like, first. I don't like, know if someone's going to flake out. So oh my God, I was well. freaking out. I was like, who the heck would be? Uh, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, who would be knocking? Well, that's the thing. There's Did a, I park there, wrong somewhere? And I do have a couple people that would, uh, that would be knocking that I don't want to see. Right. Okay. So I was like, yeah. this isn't going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I was like, who are you? Like, <laughs> they were like, Neanderthal podcast? I'm like, Yeah. Who are you? It was like, oh shoot, I was so sorry. So, yeah. Um. Anyways, so we got interrupted by my my fault. Uh, but you were in the middle of pimping yourself there at the end on how people can kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I like, it's just um, if you're any and all interested, you know, about real estate or any any operation breakthrough you know my email can do I, should i just drop my email whatever or, you want man yeah you know you do like prepare for alex dick chang pics. at loandepot.com or loandepot.com slash alex chang for the website uh, with all my contact information and you know i'd love to help out you just talk real estate even if you don't want to buy a house and you're just like curious you know like i'm totally fine just nice you know meeting anybody for a coffee that wants to talk about airbnbs or rental yeah. properties or buying their first house or doing you know fix and flip or i'm going to like real estate seminars now right learning how people are wholesaling properties like there's so many different ways you can play the game um where it's like and we have such a good opportunity here in kansas city you know, so there's that, there's, yeah, the operation breakthrough. We could always use more help. You know, if you find us on social media anywhere and just reach out, you know, you'll get directed to us somehow, you right know, on. even if my instructions were bad, you know, just, uh, like you said, hopefully just figure it out. Figure it out. Operation People are breakthrough, smart. Kansas City. It's this little sunshine logo. Um, 
I know the this inter- is yeah. this is really more just their logo, and then we added the the network part right. um, for our bit. But yeah, really cool. You know, just trying to put together young professionals, connect uh, with other like minded people that like right. to have fun, go out for happy hours, but also you know for the kids. Yeah. Um, or you just want to help out more. You can't give money, but you just want to volunteer. You know, any any and all help. You want to donate some things. You know, we've got eventually on our social media you'll find our amazon wish list just okay. like really basic things that's just like hey you know you can just amazon prime us some toilet paper and right like, you know we we can never get enough of that and that goes a long way and really helps and sometimes sure. it's like for the families to take home and right on um yeah so any you know any advice like help uh, that you think i could you know be of like yeah feel free to reach out that's um, awesome definitely I just like, like you kind of like, you know, just like meeting new people, getting people's stories. I right. always feel like I can learn something from someone, even oh, if yeah. it's in a unrelated industry, you know, I'm curious about everything. Right. So uh, yeah, that's my, that's my spiel. There's. That's a good spiel. <laughs> Alex, you've given me a lot to think about. Cool. Uh, saving up for like a cool trip. Just yeah. Kind of exploring. If you need any help planning that. Yeah. You know, happy to give some Heck suggestions, yeah. you know, look up any I immunizations need you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, shots yeah. you need before you Crazy go. Crazy malaria medicine or Right, like that. right. You know, check, make sure, you know, your passport, yeah. your visa, all that stuff. Um, yeah. But international, I think, is definitely, yeah, it's like, I mean, so I need to broaden my horizons. Yeah, 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 perspective, all that good I've stuff. I've been around the country a lot, but I haven't. I mean, Canada and Mexico doesn't really count. So yeah. I would like to go check out some cool beaches and some crazy looking mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. with some fun looking fish. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. That's oh, why I, I need that in my life, Alex. Yeah. I need it. I just got back from Columbia this summer for my buddy who lives in Denver, his wedding. And, uh, you know, so like the water is warm. Like you go out on the beach. Oh, yeah. Water is like almost warmer than body temperature oh, wow. you know? you're just like oh this feels weird but good yeah but like <laughs> weird you know yeah. like, it's like it's like that did someone pee next to you <laughs> per, you know perpetually but uh no you know beautiful fish right beautiful food right beautiful women uh, it's just like columbia is a good time boom, and boom. uh very inexpensive too you know it's like a three thousand to one uh, exchange rate but like you know your cheeseburger might be like nine thousand so like three bucks um but there's some stuff that can be really, really cheap. Like yeah. Ubers are only, you know, six thousand or five thousand. A dollar fifty or two dollars. Yeah, right. And you're for like a fifteen minute ride. Like it's, they got Uber down there. Yeah, they got Uber down there, man. We wow. were Ubering everywhere. It was wow. it was great. And then they got cabs everywhere too. So sometimes sure. really late, it's like shoot, no more Ubers. Whoa, it's like okay, just call a cab. Right on. Um, but yeah, no, very very fun place to go. How's your? Do you speak any other languages? Do I? Yeah, Spanish, French. Nope. Nada. I'm just an ignorant American. <laughs> Classic American. Basic white dude. Yeah. Just um, ignorant. Colombia is a you know. very, very good motivation to learn some Spanish. Yeah? Yeah. I'd like to fuck around with some Spanish. I need to. Oh, yeah. I'd like um, to. I'd, I've tried, but it's hard to try with no one else when no mm-hmm. one wants to try with you. Mm, yeah. You, you know, you need, need someone yeah, to bounce right, it off with. Right, right. Uh, I think uh, in Colombia, right, you would be the... You'd be the, um, I don't even, the outlier, the, uh, oh, yeah, right, right, the, the fun, exciting, you know, oh, yeah, the, the foreigner, foreigner, yeah, yeah, the person that's you know, a little different from everybody else, yeah. yeah, yeah, that is the nice thing about going, going away is being mm-hmm. a foreigner, yeah. everyone loves a foreigner, even, I mean, in Asia, yeah, dude, like, you, you know, you got all the people that just like probably look up, like, you'd be a giant there. Right, and then of course, like not me. Just, I'm not, 
Maybe I don't know. No, I need to go find out. The average height there is you know, it's much lower than here. So yeah, um, you know everybody, and and of course, yeah, just being like a white American, you you stick out, and then everybody kind of like you might be asked to take selfies with. Uh, I'll take selfies all yeah, day. Yeah, feel Give like a celebrity. A little, you know, it's cool. Give me a cute little Asian girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's there's a lot that would. Uh, like that would be the there. willing participant. There we go. The uh, the partner, if you will. <laughs> well, on that note, Alex, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me on the this show. This is cool, man. Can we get a was... fist bump from you? Yeah, fist bump. Boom, like shock, it. boom. All right, for the cameras. Uh, for the cameras and just for me in general. Cool. I like to get some fist bumps. Nice. Uh, Charlie Hassan Hassan, thank you for running cams again. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're out of here. Peace. All right. Peace. Stop streaming, homie. Boom.